My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius. I am Iron Man. We tampered with the stability of space-time. The multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. The problem is you trying to live two different lives. The longer you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, Parker. Hello, Peter. Happy quick yawn to get it started. Yeah, no, right? No, no coke for me this late. No, but I did pour a beer. We're live. Let's do this. Hello, hello, welcome to an emergency session of the post-credit pod after an immediately iconic and infamous leak last night, Sunday night, ahead of its CinemaCon debut, we saw the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer leaked all over the internet yesterday. One of the funniest runs of immediate gratification memes in the history of social media, I think. And uh, now we have the official trailer because they debuted it at CinemaCon and clearly they were like, fuck it. We're not going to wait any longer. It's already out there. Let's throw it out there. So, Eric, you and I had to talk about it right away, of course. Yeah, we probably should have planned for it better, but I guess I just didn't expect it to to go as hard as it did. And then once I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck, we should probably because uh, we were just going to save this for our end of week pod. But damn. But at the same time, it wasn't a guarantee that it was going to come out after CinemaCon. Right. And right, once exactly. they leave, though, I'm like, there's no way they don't release it. Yeah. Now, I'm curious not to get into it too long, but how much do you think this moved their timeline up? I think probably, uh, listen, if they weren't going to release it after the CinemaCon release, which they might have, then I don't think they would have waited that long to to get it out there. Maybe Shang-Chi in a week or so. Right. Maybe, honestly, later this week after the CinemaCon feels, you know, crowd felt like they got a little exclusive sneak peek. But I don't think this was drastic. They certain, certainly didn't want to leak, that's for sure. You know, a lot of people got fired for that. Yeah, so, but you're saying weeks, if not days, but not much more than that. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think much more than that. No, I mean, you got to remember, the movie comes out in December, and this is this is already getting down pretty close to the wire. Marvel is having there. themselves a hell of a month slash week slash day here. It's crazy. All right, just quickly, let's let's get into it because we want to hit on a couple different points. Overall thoughts, just to start off before we get into the granular. Hit me. <laughs> is Doctor Strange fucking kidding me? <laughs> that, that's my main thought. We we've been asking where our boy is this entire time. Oh, he showed up all right. He showed up. I put out a meme where it's like, uh, it's the Rick and Morty, you son of a bitch, I'm in. And it's like, dude, Peter literally shows up. He's like, hey, Doc, want to help me completely fuck up the timeline? And Strange is like, sure, why not? What are we doing here? It's like, he should know better. But at the same time, when Peter finds him, he's wearing a snow parka and his cape over the snow parka. There's got to so be something what? more. There's got to be something going on. What's her face? Um, the ancient one, you know, back in Endgame, he goes, Stephen Strange, he's meant to be the best of us. Is he? <laughs> is he? Dude, this was I a guy who I was, who I was touting as like the Infinity Saga MVP. And ever since then, it's it's been a disaster. He's like Carson Wentz 2018, where he was en route to be an MVP yep. in the NFL, got hurt, and has never been the same. Nailed same. it. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. 
All right, so for me, I was very pleased to see the trailer extremely Peter-focused. It is mostly plot-driven, as we see, you know, he's trying to cover up the secret and all that. But I'm really glad to see his character isn't being washed away by the kind of bigger elements surrounding him. Because as you and I have talked about, Spider-Man No Way Home, if it lives up to the rumors, has to juggle a lot. You know, all these returning characters, all these new characters, got Doctor Strange, Wanda might show up, I don't know. So the fact that it very clearly still rests on Peter's shoulder, Peter's shoulders and he's not getting lost in the overstuffed chaos of the multiverse, that assuaged some of my doubts. You say that though, but just because they've given you the threat of the A plot doesn't mean that that will necessarily translate to importance slash screen time. Like I definitely think the multiverse is going to be the star of this film. I don't think, I, I don't think Peter is. I think because I mean, if you think about, and I, and I think the only reason that they showed Doc Ock is because Alfred Molina said that he was in he, the film. He broke all the NDAs. Beyond that, beyond that, I think they would have, kept a lot of this under wraps for as long as they could with the point being that like that's the big show right like that was that is what they're trying to show off is that check out all of these villains we've got so while i do think it's a creative way to integrate peter needing the multiverse in his life like him going to strange makes sense like he's like all right i want to go back in time oh yeah that fucking idiot doctor with the time stone who gave it to thanos could probably help me I don't so think I, he's trying to go back in time. I think he's trying to mind wipe people. Um, or at least that's what Strange is. Uh, no, I know. But I'm, he connecting the dots from the first time that he met Strange and saw him do all this magic-y type shit. So I like that. I think that that's smart. But I definitely don't think that at the end of the day, this is going to be a Spider-Man story. I think that this is going to be very much... I mean, Strange, that was... As much as I like to bust our boys' chops, the thing that I was... Like the way that you were pleasantly surprised by how it seems to be a Peter focused story. I was surprised by Strange seems to be like the co lead, which I didn't really expect. I thought he would be in five or six scenes, perhaps the third act. I didn't really expect him and Peter Parker to be teaming up to the extent that they were to the point where it's like, despite all the villain drops that they had, the coolest scene that I thought was that train thing. Where, where Doctor Strange is showing off his fucking magic. And you're reminded like, oh, uh, you know, all jokes aside, which we're assuming Marvel will have answers for, this guy's a badass. It's true, but I, I got to disagree. I think this trailer showed that they are positioning the multiverse road trip very much from Peter's perspective. They're exploring the fallout. His, what's going to happen to Ned? What's going to happen to Aunt May? What's going to happen to Zendaya? And I think they're positioning it more so as him fighting a different version of himself's villains. In that, in that case, he has to learn about them. He has to learn their strengths and weaknesses. He has to learn the flaws and strengths and weaknesses. Right, but think about the sheer effect. volume of screen time that takes up. It's going to, to find that, strength. They're doing the rule. His eye point, and I think yeah. that his viewpoint, I think yeah. that makes it Peter-centric rather than like, Peter's here, and then it's like, hey, you remember this? You remember that? We're going to do nostalgia here. We're going to do a trip down memory lane there. It's all going to be fed through his viewpoint and singular impact. on. So his I character. think it's safe to say that the other Spider-Men, this is my guess, are going to show up third act to save his ass. Like, he's not going to know that they're out there. He's going to be getting his fucking ass beat, and then they'll probably pop up. That's my guess. I think something like that. I mean, I definitely think if we want to talk about screen time, they're going to have the least screen time. Yeah, yeah. That's that tells me that the villains are going to, like this tells me that the villains are going to show up first, and the knowledge of other Spider-Men being out there is going to be like the third act bomb. Yeah, and speaking of villains, 
Peter again. Like fucking Doc Ock will go to like stab him through like the heart, and out of nowhere, Webb will whoop, just like stick him to a wall. Audience will go fucking crazy. Hey, watch your back, kid. And then right, it's like totally exactly, like, oh. exactly. Have some quip like, "Didn't you drown? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing here? But I, I kill your. Didn't I leave your ass for dead in the East River? <laughs> and it, I, clearly, some pocket dimension opened up or something like that, and he escaped that way. Maybe, maybe the whole sun, the harnessing the power of the sun thing. A, that's a great call. And B, Alfred said that they're gonna explain. Like his he his direct quote was the story picks up from the last moment you saw him. So they're also going to have to explain why he went crazy again. Cause he was a good guy. Right. The last time we saw him. Sacrificing I, I, I feel like being flung through space time may oh, wow. uh, do that to you. <laughs> but another reason, and then, and then we'll move on. I think it's being filtered through Peter's point of view too, is speaking of villains, Peter is being investigated for the murder of Mysterio. Everyone is right now against Peter. Cause he has kind of been framed and set up. So it's another kind of narrative little curveball he's going to have to navigate and switch paradigms with with everyone's perception of him now. Now oh, let he would never be going to school in that situation. He like goes back to school like it's nothing. I'm like that would never happen ever. Yeah. So let me ask you this: How did this make you feel about where Peter ends up at the end of this film? Are you now more worried he finds himself banished in Sony land? <laughs> Are you less worried? Where's your head at in that light? Because, and the reason that I bring this up is because they're going to have that sort of investigation, lawsuit, court case type Peter Parker storyline. That largely tells me that he's going to try to do the mind wipe thing, realize he fucked up, and then sort of by the end of the film, he'll probably find himself somewhat back in square one. And that is where perhaps a Matt Murdock might walk in and save his ass. This trailer made me feel weirdly better about his MCU future. I, f- I am unchanged in my opinion. And that was as of recently, fairly pessimistic. I think, he, I think it's more likely that he winds up being reclaimed exclusively for the Sony universe than not. Obviously, as we've talked about many times on the show, we hope that's not the case. But I, I remain unchanged. Let's see after trailer two. I just didn't get enough here to really push me off. Like, I think he's kind of fucked. Yeah. All right. Speaking of some of the multiverse elements and Doctor Strange, Peter walks into the Sanctum Sanctorum. It's covered in snow. The reason he's been missing, has he been on a Himalayan retreat? We know he was there with uh, the Ancient One at some time. Does that have anything to do with his his absence over major key events? And this is without spoilers, Wanda, Loki, and now Shang-Chi. I am starting to get a vibe that, I mean, it would suggest all of the stuff that he's going to do with Peter would suggest that he is his normal self. But the the aloofness of the Doctor Strange character in this trailer to almost have him like be like like the kid who would do exactly what his mom told him not to do. Wong is like, don't do that spell. And he has this like childlike grin on his face. He's like, of course not. That just feels so inconsistent with to me from the guy who was the architect of the plan to beat Thanos. So I combine that with our long running Doctor Strange not doing his job jokes and like I'm getting a possession invasion of the body snatcher type vibe. I don't know how else to explain lack of doing his job aside. Why on earth he would help Peter do this after the events of WandaVision and Loki. That means he's either not aware, which 
again, like you have one job or B it is aware and thinks to himself, well, how could I make things worse? And then does that. I know that his arrogance and his boundary pushing like defines his character, but he also like, you also remember, he's like, my job is to protect the time stone. If it, it becomes between you saving you or the boy, I'm choosing the stone. Like that, these are two characterizations that are at odds and conflicting with one another. Also, so did, it, does he even have the time stone these what days? Is, what was the post Thanos time stone fate? So, so, someone on Twitter put a screen grab of um, him on, on top of the train. Cause they're like, I think his pen, his pendant is different. Doesn't look like the eye of Agamotto. And someone said he's got the time stone in his prison wallet. <laughs> and so i i, I that's think uh folks of, folks at home that's code for butthole yep and i just thought <laughs> i thought that was a good line on twitter but uh i'm pretty sure he's in he's in possession of it i'm i'm not also that too why why the fuck would they go the mind the mind wipe route and not just the reverse time route there's a lot of see this is this is the multiverse problem that they face and why we need dr strange answers as soon as possible because right now, timeline. It takes place. right now you could you could pun intended. What if yourself to death with yeah. all this? Well, why aren't they doing this? And why isn't he here? And what's going on here? I'm surprised nobody is like, hey, strange. Why aren't you dealing with fucking what Loki just did? Like, you look like you just got off the fucking Black Diamond Mountain. What are you doing? That's why I want to know where in the timeline this is as in relation to WandaVision and Loki, because it, it far from home is when he was exposed. But how much, how, how soon passed. or, yeah, and, and how soon was that as compared to WandaVision? Like we, like, we know both take place after Avengers Endgame, but, like, how concurrent are they? Same WandaVision thing was, like, six weeks after. Like, immediately, immediately after, because Vision dies, she fucks off and starts to rain hell. So that was immediately. I, I think WandaVision might take place before Far From Home. Loki, to be fair branched off of a separate timeline from the Avengers 2012. So and also time has no meaning. But you would think if the multiverse cracked the same way like the watcher in in what if is like, oh check out all this shit. Check out all these timelines. <laughs> yeah. You would think like Doctor Strange's like multiversal radar would be going off. You know, like Batman has a bat signal for a reason. You would think that they would have some sort of device to be like, oh wait a minute, something's not right. That's why I'm also not not really moving off my position of Tom Holland's future because this trailer was so not definitive in many ways. That's why I'm yeah. like, well, as of now, I've got nothing to change my uh, mind. I, I would I would put it at a no better. Like the most optimistic shot that I would give it is 50-50 right now. I was largely with you leaning towards that he'll get stuck there, but the lack of inclusion of anything Venom related and also just the sheer volume of storytelling this film is going to have to do unless it's two and a half hours or longer, I don't see how they like go through Spider-Man, 20 years Spider-Man films, wrap up Tom Holland's MCU arc, or perhaps they put it on pause with, with plans to bring him back down the line. So how they take you down Emery Lane, wrap up the MCU tale, and then explain the fact that now he's in Sony's different world with Venom, who, oh, by the way, was not in this film the whole time. You see what I mean? That feels like a lot to do in one movie. Or they're just completely fucking with us and he's going to show up right alongside Wanda and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And they're like, Ooh, yeah, Venom? No, no, uh, Tom Holland. They're like, no, he's still here. Yeah, Fuck right, him. right, right. 
speaking either of- way that you you raise a good point you gotta think that the events of this film carry over in into that one no they, they have to i think that's what feige has said multiple times so <laughs> but but what that, what that- strange has got his fucking plate fall man what's he gonna be doing in that movie he's got shuma Garath coming from the 1940s he's got peter parker and, and his six evil villain friends he's got wanda literally probably raising hell <laughs> this poor guy he's got loki literally branching timelines he's found himself he's found himself quietly not not quietly but like the most important figure in the mcu right now and that is why i think like yes, ignoring a, his duties yeah yes it's a joke but we that's why we deserve we need answers as soon as possible uh speaking of which though wong is seen leaving through a portal why is Wong leaving? Where is he going? Does it have a connection to a recent MCU feature? We don't know, but it seems like Papa Wong at that time should be staying to keep an eye on his frisky little kids over there. Well, I mean, I I would forgive Wong for thinking he could trust the Sorcerer Supreme to not act like a 13-year-old kid whose parents have gone away for the weekend. It's insane. It's unfortunate. All right, the villain Sinister Six. Are we getting them? Because we see Electro Lightning. We obviously see Doc Ock. We see a Green Goblin bond, a bomb. Oh, and we gosh. also hear what I assume to be Willem Dafoe's laugh. And we also get a dark, hazy shot which, of something that looks like in like a blink and you'll miss it situation. I did not, I did not catch that one. I only uh, caught it because uh, there, there's a still going around. I'm gotcha. like, yeah, it looks pretty lizardy. And someone told me like a week ago that lizard might be in it so pretty lizardy (laughs) yeah sony has been trying to get a sinister six project off the ground since the andrew garfield days so it does kind of seem right here that the mcu multiverse and beyond has has made that possible for sony and that this is like a happy little coincidence accidents that's going to be mutually beneficial across the board i guess i mean we'll see i we'll see i i think that this is the question of this film to what extent is it again pun intended the end game to what extent is it a bridge to what extent is it a new chapter i don't think that this trailer, like the way that doc ock rolls up on him hello peter yeah like he seems aware of what's going on around him you know what i mean like he doesn't seem like he's just like wait a minute, you look 10 years younger than you did the last time I saw you. What happened? Oh, hey, Peter, you finally look your age. What happened? You know what I mean? Like, he seems like he is almost in on the joke, which... Although we don't know, because listen, we know Marvel edits together trailers in hazy ways. Yes. He very well could be talking to Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. We, we They just edit it to make it seem Facts, like that. But I will argue that there, that that appears to all be taking place on this sort of bridge scene. On yeah, this, the like, same, same highway. Highway. Scene. Uh, which also yeah, so, i'm sorry like if you live in new york city you know it's not super easy for him to just like web over uh, web over to like and also like why would marvel spend their last spider-man film helping sony set up what their plans are next these are these are conversations for for the higher levels of hollywood yeah, so that's why i I just think across the board, it just makes too much sense for them to keep going. And that's why I'm feeling- There's too much money to be made. But Sony could also be saying there's too much money to be made where we don't- And plus, wouldn't it be less of a pain in like, all right, see, again, greed and cash rules all, but it's objectively easier to just transport Venom and all of those characters into the 12 year, 13 year running MCU. You don't want those clowns. I guess, I guess, yeah. I, I just feel like, 
Spider-Man, especially considering his age, he's a character who, who you could keep going for the next 10 years. He's not somebody that I could see the MCU letting go of. And if they did, but help him. So- like I, Kevin Feige is going to be arguing too. Hold on, but, I'll, but I was just going to say, and even if they couldn't, helping Sony set up what's next, you would think that their final Spider-Man film would be about wrapping up their story. I agree, but if Sony's like, this is what we're doing, you can either like help on this on this last one or not, and we won't share them with you, period. It's like oh, is that how it goes? It's picture I, by by picture? No, I mean they re-signed the deal, you know, for for that for that two pictures where I think he's already fulfilled one and I think this could be his last one. Um, but that would all have been pre-negotiated at the negotiating table. They could be like, This is what we're doing, and you can either like share in it or not. Like Sony ultimately does have final say. So which villain were you the most, like, did you get the most chills about seeing Uh, and and, and or are most hyped to see? Doc Ock and Green Goblin are the two most. And I think Doc Ock one and and Green Goblin two, both, both of which I really love, both actors I really like, but Spider-Man two is one of the best superhero movies ever made. It's the best live action Spider-Man movie ever made. Alfred Molina absolutely crushed it in that. And seeing him again, de-aged, particularly with the context you mentioned, we know it takes place basically right after. It's so interesting. And then seeing Willem Dafoe back, I mean, that's, you know, he that, started For it me, all. that's it. Because while I feel like Doc Ock's arc came to a close, Goblins didn't. He was trying to kill Peter until the uh, until his last breath. Whereas Doc Ock, like, came Don't around. Tell and, yeah, so, I mean, and that's why I think it snuck up on me in terms of, like, how blown up. Like, because we've, ta- we've been talking about it for at least a year at this point, right? But to actually see it and actually hear it, I was like, oh, wow, this is this is truly a new dawn for comic book film. I could only imagine how I feel when they drop the first Flash trailer and we have Batman's dapping up. One guy we know Marvel will not be bringing back, James Franco. Right, yeah. He ain't coming back. You don't uh, have to if Seth Rogen ain't going to take him back, then Disney certainly ain't. <laughs> Uh, all right, Matt Murdock and Daredevil not present in this trailer. A lot of people are throwing around a still of the investigation, um, you know, interrogation scene of someone they think is Daredevil, but that character has no walking stick. He's got different hair and he's got a slight gut. And come on, we know Matt Murdock's keeping it tight. We know that. Yeah. So uh, I, and I, I, go continue. ahead. Well, no, I, I was going to say the theory or the rumor that you brought up on the last pod that he's going to show up in a She-Hulk makes more sense. Yeah. That said... What this trailer had me thinking was, I think that Spider-Man stays in the MCU, then the film is going to end with him sort of back to square one and still in need of legal help. And I think that Matt Murdock could be like the post-credit scene bomb drop. That is where I could see it. If he's still in Marvel, I think that's the route they go, particularly as Doctor Strange says to him, you know, you're leading these two different lives and you simply can't do it. And we know uh, I think every single Marvel hero doesn't have a secret identity other than I think T'Challa, who was kind of flippant about it. And Matt Murdock. Yeah. And Matt Murdock. So it, it would make sense that if he stay, <clears throat> if he stays in the MCU, maybe they keep some elements of like, yeah, everyone kind of knows. Cause yeah, that, that's that would be cool. Un- you know, that's, that's cinematic territory we haven't seen before for Spider-Man. Right. Spider- exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, notably absent, Eric. Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, not in this trailer at all. I frankly like that. I was yeah, not disappointed, but I've already seen backlash on Twitter. I think they're 100% going to be hinted that in a second trailer. Maybe not seen full on, but hinted at where it's like, you know what's coming. First of all, what is it? The transitive property 
uh, if A equals B, then C or some shit. I'm not a math guy, folks. Don't quote me. But I think the transitive property is if if I beat you at ping pong and you beat our other friend at ping pong. Then you're better than him at ping pong. Yeah, I should be able to beat that other friend. By the very presence of these villains, their hero counterparts are also out in the world. So to me, seeing the villain was confirmation in and of themselves that the Spider-Mans are out there. There is no reason to unveil that the trailer. A, because they've already thrown so much at you. Like I said, I don't think they would have shown Doc Ock's face had that not been out there. But in the context of how we think that the Spider-Men aren't going to show up until the third act, forget about the fact that you're iconically bringing back two actors to play the character all at once. Just from a sheer storytelling standpoint, the old... Batman v Superman showing Doomsday in the trailer thing. There's simply no need to spoil a third act twist like that, regardless of how big or small it may be. I mean, it's already known, and I think they are going to hint at it, but I, I would be fine if they don't show them a single time until we see the movie. Yes, I, don't, I don't need that. I totally that. agree. I you know? And I hope that they go that route, for real. And, and I know casual fans who aren't following it as much as us, probably, you know, aren't quite aware of like Toby and Andrew have been rumored to be in this for a year. And I get the marketing hook. That's why I think maybe a subtle, like, who are you guys? Like just something little without seeing them is more than enough from a marketing standpoint for the average everyday potential ticket buyer. Yeah. You know, we don't need to overdo it. So don't shoot your load right on screen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anticipation ranking, Eric. What, after seeing this trailer, where are your hype levels for Spider-Man No Way Home? In terms of the MCU? In terms of this movie. I had this thought when I was writing my Shang-Chi review and I realized how good it is. Everyone should go check out on Bro Bible. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And I realized how I'm like putting it in my top seven-ish. Marvel is about to, in theory, go on an unprecedented run. Shang-Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, Doctor Strange 2, Thor 4. And then, fire. and then I think if you fast forward, that leads into maybe the Marvels and then Guardians 3 and then Fantastic Four. Oh, and Black Panther 2. I'm sorry. So following Thor 4, Black Panther 2. So they are on the precipice of some mind-blowing shit, some genuinely mind-blowing shit. Spider-Man No Way Home is a part of that. I will always lean towards romantic sci-fi. So in terms of (laughs) A movie-going experience. I'm looking forward to Eternals more. In terms of like comic book movie fun and talking about it and chatting about it and theorizing about it and obsessing over, you know, you look at that trio of No Way Home and then depending on how that ends, that could only ramp up the hype for Doctor Strange 2. And then we already know that Thor 4 is going to be an unprecedented banger. You've got the Guardians of the Galaxy. You've got the first ever MCU hero to get a fourth film so i guess my, my point portman. is don't forget what? about queen man you got natalie portman too right exactly exactly christian bale is the fucking bad yeah. guy insane just totally insane shit so i guess my point is my hype for the for phase four right now in general is so high that it's difficult for me to sort of pick and choose what i am looking forward to most because and this is a great thing to say they all offer something different uh, and I, you know, when y'all see Shang-Chi, you'll see what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, that shit is different, you know? 
and Eternals is going to be the same way and No Way Home is going to be the same way. In the context of fandom, yeah, I'm fucking thrilled. In the context of like a, like a, a, a movie, I would still probably say Eternals and then Thor 4 and then like Doctor Strange 2 and Spider-Man are probably tied because to me they're likely going to be one story, two parts of one story. It's a continuation and, and culmination of what started in one. But all that said, I mean, we hopped on a podcast at 1030 at night to talk about it. So, yes, I'm fucking excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm largely in the same ballpark. So I, I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man and Peter Parker. I think he's the best actor to, to bet in the best fit for that role. I'm not through the roof on either solo Spidey flick. I like both a lot, but I'm not over the moon like I am about like Winter Soldier, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I like, and I'm also probably in the minority by saying I like Homecoming more than Far From Home easily. But I think the the multiverse elements are absolutely added value coolness. They they provide an undercurrent of really intriguing, highly uh, enticing potential implications for the, the whole Marvel universe. But they gotta earn it. You know, it can't just be this nostalgia trip. It can't just be like, wasn't it cool when that character was around? And again, like I said, the first trailer did a good job of still keeping it character centric and assuaging some of my doubts. So in terms of, if we're talking about recent films, I'm more excited about Spider-Man 3 than I was for Shang-Chi heading in, but still less excited than Eternals, much like you said. Eternals is still very high on my hype. Did this elevate your hype for No Way Home in a vacuum? Yes, yes, it did. I I, I was excited, of course. I'm not like down on Spider-Man. I still like it a lot, but this was very cool. I think it did a good job of balancing a lot of the different elements it's trying to infuse in one single film. And uh, yeah, I think it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to tie a nice bow on it. Hey, Spider-Man, pretty cool. Pretty cool. You guys should check out pretty that webhead guy. Pretty fucking cool. Three Spider-Man, even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Three times the cool. Doctor Strange finally returning to duty. Yeah. He's like a teenage lifeguard who lets a kid drown in the pool. Exactly, dude. I, I, except, I, except it's an entire universe. The Doctor Strange memes almost make it worth it because I've had a blast doing them. The Doctor Strange jokes crack me the fuck up. Any parting thoughts before we uh, wrap it up and, and head into our, our next pod later this week? Speaking of which, Strange, quick tease here. On our next podcast, this was all meant to be one pod, but uh, the No Way Home trailer was so fire that we split them up. In my interview with Destin Daniel Cretton, director of Shang-Chi, I brought up the Doctor Strange thing. And not in like a douchey, like, hey, what do you think about Doctor Strange? But I was like, because Wong is in it, and because this is a very mystical, magical film, people asked it. cousins, you know? People asked about WandaVision, and people asked about Loki. So I imagine people are going to say the same thing to you. Where the hell is Strange? He responded to that. I said, I was like, the Doctor Strange thing is funny because the last time we really saw him, he was telling Tony Stark, hey, douchebag, it's my job to, to protect your reality. And reality since has been a shit show. And, yeah. that, and that made him chuckle. So keep an eye out for that. We're, we'll probably, I don't know when we're going to drop that now because we're dropping this pod. Talking to him, MC, and then as well as an MCU draft versus our friends over at the Diz Insider. Obviously, we're going to win that one. All right. No Way Home, hopefully in theaters December 17th. Exclusively in theaters, as, yep. as specific yep. by the trailer. Yep. But yeah, hey, Pfizer got approved, baby. Let's go. Even though I'm darn a gang for life. <laughs> <laughs>
In the meantime, uh, follow us at Postcred Pod. Leave us a five-star review. Any thoughts, questions, theories, whatever random random ramblings, just throw it at us on social. We'll, we'll, we'll yep, respond. Let's we'll talk some where the fuck is Doctor Strange. Come to us with your best Doctor Strange jokes. Seriously, I would love to do like a five-minute fan segment of like funniest scenarios of why Doctor Strange has been yeah. absent for uh-huh. like several projects. Uh-huh. All right, y'all. Peace.